0: Well, greetings and salutations, everybody! Welcome to the Best Damn Moverlay Show on the planet Earth. The John Campia Show coming to you from right here on my YouTube channel. I am, of course, your host, John Campia, and it is an awesome honor and privilege, as it is every day, to have you, our international friends, gather around. As we talk about our favorite things in the world: movies, movie news, TV streaming, all sorts of good stuff. Woo! It's Thor Day. It is Thor the Day. The full, true trailer for Thor: uh, Love and Thunder is We're going to be talking about that a little bit uh, later today. Obviously, joining me, sitting over here, is Chris Carr. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great. I've got my Eurovision shirt on.
1: Play Yaya ya Ding Dong.
0: Play Yaya ya Ding Dong. For you You're know, I'm not going to lie. Okay, this mm-hmm. is old school to me. Yeah. I thought on that shirt for a second. Uh, only the old school of you will know this. I thought if you like, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was Big John Stud for a second. Ray will get that reference. Yeah. Who's I know Big that, John Studd? I don't know that anybody else is going to get that reference. Big John Studd was a was an old school wrestler. Okay. He, used to, he was the only guy that could literally feud with Andre the Giant. Oh, dang. His name was Big John Studd.
1: And that a name like, like that, Studd. just you have to double check if that's an okay yeah, Google search. Is there search. a double on entend- top? Yeah. Do I have to go incognito <laughs> on my work <laughs> computer?
0: Sitting over here, the only other guy who got that reference. He's joining <laughs> you guys in the live chat. Ray Ora's
2: here, ladies hey. and gentlemen. Um, I'm getting people to post the new uh, emojis that we uh, gave to the premium members. And there the they are. and one looks good. Boo! I and the 4Y, like I like that. Like it's pretty good.
0: For those of you who don't know, we, we have memberships here on the channel, and channel members have access to exclusive emojis, and Ray made a few more exclusive emojis uh, that he put down there for people to use, and we've already seen a few people them using those. Boo! Uh, a couple of people are liking that one, and the aviation shots. And, of course, fact-checker Jonathan <laughs> also knows producer Jonathan now is sitting back there. Okay, am I frozen?
3: Let's find out. Is he frozen? No! Wh- <laughs>
0: i frozen today.
3: Exact I actually to lost her- that bet. It was over under 60% of frozen. I said over. Oh, well, wow, I lost the bet. <laughs> Producer Jonathan <laughs> on
0: camera. All right, guys, listen, we do have a lot of stuff to talk about here today. But before we get into that, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. I want to remind you guys, listen, maybe you need your daily fix of the John Campus show, but maybe you're at work or commuting or whatever, and you can't have a YouTube video on. Well, good news there is an audio only version of our show simply called the John Gambia show podcast that you can find on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Look at those five stars. Uh, So just go on over to any of your favorite podcasting app of choice and sign up to the podcast. So the audio version is there when you need it, but also we have a separate podcast feed. For mailbag. So if you guys would like to follow and get caught up on our mailbag episodes that come out almost daily, uh, just go ahead again on your favorite podcasting app of choice, just for mailbag, a John Campus Show podcast, and sign up to it there. All right, guys, here's how today's show is gonna go. We're going to break it up into two parts. In the first half of the show, we're going to take some predetermined topics. Then in the second half of the show, we're going to take your live comments and questions. Now, if you've got a live comment or question you'd like to ask, number one, you've got to be watching live. And then number two, once we get to the end of our final main topic today, we're going to open it on up to our uh to the super chats we're going to open up the super chats be careful because they're only going to be open for a couple of minutes because they fill up pretty quick so have your thoughts comments observations questions ready to go fire them in when we announce that the super chats are open and we will read them off in the second half of the show okay guys with that all down and by the way one of our channel members one of our director channel members cdx and the thing is saying "Yoohoo! free super chat yep every once in a while youtube gives our members free super chats put in so oh, there nice. you go all right guys Let's get things started with an off-the-top, and that off-the-top is this. Now, Thor Love and Thunder had a new trailer drop, and we're going to talk about that a little more in-depth a little bit later Mm -hmm. in the show. But there's another issue with Thor Love and Thunder that we should kind of mention here. Now, about a week or two ago, news came out of, I believe it was one of the European theater chains that dropped the runtime of Thor Love and Thunder, saying that it was going to be one hour and 15 sorry one hour and 15 minutes what one hour and no 115 minutes that was it yeah so just five minutes short of two hours one hour 115 minutes (laughs) yeah there you go jeez I'm gonna keep saying it 115 minutes five (laughs) minutes making Ray's dreams come true Uh, two hours which uh, yeah (laughs) Ray's super happy hour and 15 minutes for Thor Love and Thunder perfect now of course some people got you know, we're a little bit uh, concerned about that. But, the, you know, the reality is the first Thor was that runtime. There are other short, short ones. It, it doesn't matter. If that's the right runtime for the movie, that's the right run time for the movie. Longer does not equal better. And shorter doesn't equal better. It's just whatever comes up. So that had some people concerned. But whatever, everybody got over it pretty soon. Well, one of the people who noticed that it said 115 minutes but wanted to set the record straight is Thor Odinson himself, Chris Hemsworth. Who took to social media with the launch of the new trailer to calm down everybody's fears about the runtime of Thor Love and Thunder, because he wants to know everybody he wants everybody to know this movie is not just 115 minutes. when he wrote the following on his social media, and you can scroll down a little bit there, Jonathan, and you'll get to his uh, there it is, where he said this. I'm very excited to drop this trailer, Hemsworth wrote. Here's a two-minute sneak peek into the crazy, wild, fun adventure that has all the love and thunder. On July 8th, we'll be ge- Guys, that's like six weeks away. Yeah. On July 8th, I'll be giving you a full two hours of this beautiful madness. Until then, enjoy the ride. Uh, that is the official Thor Love and Thunder trailer. Boom! He writes, all right. 115 minutes Chris Hemsworth wants us to know nonsense it's 120 <laughs> <laughs> all right so, okay a full two hours yeah. so apparently uh, according to Hemsworth that initial report that came out of one of the movie theater changes of 115 minutes is drastically wrong like so far off it ain't it's five minutes longer well he's saying it's a full two hours so Again, this really doesn't mean anything, but i you'd be surprised how many people guys wrote to me this morning and say hamsworth said it's longer than what was reported. hamsworth <laughs> said it's longer than what he said was reported. All right. How much longer? five minutes all right, but but you know, maybe it's just semantics. Maybe he's just saying a full two hours. Maybe it's you know, two hours and ten minutes you mm-hmm. when he says a full two hours Maybe yeah. it's or maybe it's literally one hundred and twenty minutes. I don't know, Chris, you hear about that yeah. i I kind of felt like. The online world kinda got over that hundred and fifteen minutes thing rather quickly. Like there were some messages day one saying, Oh, that's too short, but everybody Mm -hmm. seemed fine with it after that. But Hemsworth is saying, No, no, no. It's a full two hours. I don't know. Is he right? Is he wrong? Maybe it is 115. I don't know. How do you take I this? I
1: mean, you know, the the extra five minutes could make a world of difference. We know we're getting thunder claps, but also from that trailer, we're going be going to get some cheek claps. Do we need five some more minutes of that? definite cheek
0: claps coming.
1: So, I mean, it could make a difference here. I, I do feel like this is something that maybe people are getting a little too excited about. A five minute interval, I don't think, is going to make a big difference. If it is over two hours, sure, that's exciting. Um, and I love that, that Chris is setting the record straight and everything, <laughs> letting us know that he's going to deliver that full two hours. But uh, I mean, I don't think, if a movie's great, I don't really notice the runtime. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. If a movie is great and it's 90 minutes, it ends and you feel fully satisfied. Yeah. If a movie's great and it's two hours and 45 minutes, it ends and you feel fully satisfied. I mean, that's what you want. It's just got to work for what it is. But Chris Hemsworth wants everybody to know listen, it's a full two hours, ladies and gentlemen, so I don't know. We'll see, give or take five minutes. Question is for you guys. What do you make of Hemsworth's comments? Is it a big deal to you if it adds an extra five minutes? Maybe they threw in a bon- a second post-credit scene that adds five minutes to the movie. I mean, who knows, whatever. Whatever you guys think, jump down to the comment section below and leave your thoughts there. Okay, guys. With that down... Let's move into our main topics here today, shall we? And how do we select our main topics on The John Campus Show? Well, it's really rather simple. You see, you guys come up with our main topics. Whenever you come across a big topic issue or story that you guys feel we need to cover as a main topic on the show, just go anytime, 24-7, over to www.thejohncampionshow.com slash contact. Once you guys get there, you're going to see a form. Fill it out with your topic or question. It's absolutely free. Hit submit, and then maybe, just maybe, you might see your submission featured as a main topic here on the John Campia show with that down. Chris, what is our first main
1: topic today? Our first topic comes from meek with knife hands. Woo! <laughs> so much Thor today. <laughs> the first trailer for the Russo's the gray man just dropped and it looks awesome. Ryan Gosling versus Chris Evans. Count me in. What are your thoughts on this new trailer? And are you hoping it makes better use of Ana de Armas than No Time to Die did? Do you think this might be Netflix's new big action franchise?
0: All right. Thanks for sending that in, Meek. And yes, this morning, uh, the first full trailer, we got a little bit of a glimpse of the Gray Man when Netflix put out that little sizzle about all their upcoming movies, right? So, I mean, Ana de Armas, Ryan Gosling, Chris Evans, who looks awesome, by the way, he looks so it's funny how just that stash can make him can uh. make Captain America suddenly look sinister.
1: The Verge wrote this great article with the title was the true hero of that trailer is Chris Evans' stash. Yeah, I
0: mean, <laughs> it really is. Um, so let me address the first thing. One of the, first, let me address the thing you said about Anadarmus. I thought No Time to Die used her great. I mean, she wasn't in a ton of the movie. But for what she was in the movie, Anna De Armas was a scene stealer. She was right. Mm-hmm. And the chemistry she had, I'm really sad now that Daniel Craig has done his bond because I thought the dynamic between the two of them was fantastic. I would have loved to have seen them go on more adventures together. But here's what it is. But she looks, but look, she's in this. She's great. I love Anna De Armas. But let's, this is the Ryan Gosling Chris Evans movie, right? One is called Sigma Six and the other, and I can't remember his name is. But the trailer dropped, directed by the Russo brothers. Uh, Of course, obviously famous for Civil War, uh, 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 Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame. They've worked a lot with Chris Evans. Now they're using him as a villain. And here's a little insight into what this movie is. This comes to us from the folks over at IndieWire write the following. Ryan Gosling has been absent from cinemas since he starred in 2018's First Man. Pretty good performance, by the way. But that's about to change in a big way. The actor is returning to the big screen as a deadly CIA killer in Netflix's massive blockbuster, The Gray Man. Chris Evans co-headlines the new film from Joe and Anthony Russo, which was adapted from Mark Gr- uh, Graney's best-selling book series. Gosling stars as Sierra Six, a top CIA mercenary who keeps his identity secret due to the sensitive missions he works on. But when he stumbles onto some dark secrets about the agency that were supposed to stay hidden, the tables are turned, or soon turned, and he becomes the target of one of the government's other top assassins, Lloyd Hansen, played by Chris Evans. Okay. First things first, we have seen a thousand spy versus spy movies. Yes. We have seen a thousand great government agent. Uh Oh, something went wrong. Now this top government agents on the run. We there's like four of those every year.
1: We've literally seen Chris Evans have that role. We
0: actually have. We (laughs) literally have. So, I mean, there's nothing too exciting there as far as basic premise, but a premise that's been used a lot. Sure. Absolutely. Chocolate sauce and ice cream's been used a lot. Doesn't take away from the pure enjoyment of it every damn time. Add a little caramel sauce on there, too. Chef's kiss. Anyway, so yeah, it's a premise we've seen before a thousand times. question is, do you execute it well and do you make it look good? And man, this trailer looks really good. And I'll tell you what. I'm a big Joe and Anthony Russo fan. These guys have been, the, uh, not only do I think they're super talented directors and filmmakers and creatives, they are super nice guys. Like, just super, super nice guys. Uh, they have been kind enough to come into my studio on a couple of different occasions. Uh, on an event of something that went on in my life at one point, they were super nice to send me a video message. I mean, they're just really cool guys. And I'm dying to see something from them that I love again. Because mm. it's, been a, it's been a little while since I've really loved their work just being honest. I'm not a fan of extraction. Uh, cherry was not great. 21 bridges. They did with Chadwick Boseman Bozeman. Not so good. I mean, they weren't the directors of all those, but they were the creative forces behind it. The production yeah. company behind it and stuff like that. And I'm really dying to see something that they do that I can just sink my teeth into and love again. And they went back to something comfortable working with Chris Evans, Brian Gosling, good Canadian kid, by the way, um, in there. And this trailer looks fantastic. Like the part where he drops the grenade, and just goes. What does he say? Gutsy or ballsy or something like ballsy? Ballsy. I just love that. Like there's something so cool. I already love Chris Evans's character. Like love, love, love this character. And I've only seen about thirty seconds of him. So I thought this trailer was fantastic. Chris, you had a chance to check out this mm-hmm. trailer. What did you think of the trailer? Uh, to the Gray Man. Oh,
1: I love this trailer. And like you were saying, it is something that we've seen. It's a formula that's been done before, but it looks like it's going to be executed well. Will this be Netflix, Netflix's next big action franchise? Who's to say yet, right? We all got real excited when we saw Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne The Rock Johnson getting together to do an action how film. How can Red Notice not hit? Yeah, yeah, and we saw how that went. I do have higher hopes for this because I've actually read some of the script. Once again, this is a film that Logan Pete auditioned for, her husband <laughs> Logan, which he auditioned for a smaller part got called in to read for a larger part. Ooh! He's at work one day at his shop. Our friend comes in. He's like, oh, yeah, Kim. Uh, Kim Graysick, an amazing makeup artist. She was a makeup artist for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's like she's heading off to uh, Paris to go work on the latest Russo film. And Lung goes, oh, I auditioned for that. He goes, oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> I guess I didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, and then he's like, Who, who's the lead name? He goes, Ryan Gosling. He's like, why didn't I read for this? <laughs> Oh, so no. what we saw though was really really fun stuff so that is promising so the pages that we saw look really good these guys are great and i love that chris evans is leaning into being a little shit stick in this next <laughs> post captain america world
0: because he was great at that, as that be- <laughs> in oh, knives out he's
1: so good at knives out he looks great in this i lloyd hansen what a name what a what great a f-
0: name that is the perfect name for him too that I looks like him. a lloyd hansen it looks like
1: a lloyd hansen look at his stash Oh, he just looks like pure, pure trash. And looks, I'm so excited. He looks like he's
0: leaning back watching a movie called Naughty Nursemaids or something like yeah. that. That's just totally the look on his face.
1: I love this for him. I'm so excited yeah, that he's picking out him. roles that are just so very different from Steve and nailing them.
0: Yeah. Hey, Ray, I'm, you watch this trade. This looks like a trade. I know normally oh, yeah. you're not a spy movie guy. I'm not. But a the action in this looked like it might be up your alley. What did you think about it? <sighs>
2: No, it's not up my alley. Really? Yeah. I thought it would be. I mean, the last what was the last uh, spy on spy movie I liked? There was a movie called Assassins, right? Yes. And that was like one going after the yep. other. I think I remember watching that with Anne, and I loved it. But I there just hasn't been anything that I've enjoyed that much since that movie. What if I like,
3: told you the moon
2: was in this movie? <clears throat> would that change things?
3: Chris Evans is actually looking
2: at the moon <laughs> yes, <that's, he's> actually
0: <laughs> staring at the moon. He's like, one day you will
2: be mine. No, 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 no. no. If I was into this genre, I, I would probably be more into it. It looks good, but I, I probably won't end up seeing it. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> I, I do have to bring this up though. This is according to
0: deadline, the most expensive movie Netflix has ever paid for. In the tune of this movie had a production budget of two hundred million dollars. <laughs> Meanwhile, the phone calls are being made in the head office. Why are we going broke again? Yeah, I don't know. How how much money are we going to make with this? Nothing. None. It's it's going on our streaming service. People don't have to pay to watch it. Okay, those guns ain't free, John. Yeah, like two hundred million dollars. They played, now this is one of the reasons why, remember we did a story last week that Netflix is actually looking at biting the bullet and getting their original films to do full theatrical runs first and then this is why. And honestly, this is a movie, this is a movie they should do that with. I would
1: love to see this in theaters. This
0: movie should be in theaters. Yeah. And they could make a whole ton of money before putting it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Anyway, guys question is for you did you have a chance to see the gray man trailer if so what did you think did you love it like we did maybe it's not your cup of tea like it's just not for ray (laughs) whatever you guys think jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts all right guys with that down let's move
1: on to main topic number two chris what is our second main topic today this is from doyle bran hi john I was at CinemaCon this year with work, and I think my favorite part of it was the screening of the first 20 minutes of Bullet Train. I think it could be one of the best movies of the year. Just read that Lady Gaga was supposed to be in it, but had to back out at the last minute due to scheduling conflicts. Who do you think she was going to be in the movie? Thanks and bring on the filthy. All right. Thanks for
0: sending that in, Doyle. This was a fantastic CinemaCon. Like between the first 20 minutes of Doctor Strange, the first 30 minutes of Buzz Lightyear, the whole movie of Ethan Hawke's horror film, The Black Phone, the whole movie of Top Gun, top of all that, Doyle ain't wrong. One of the absolute best things we saw while we were there was they showed like the first 20 minutes of Bullet Train. The trailer we saw, they debuted the trailer at the previous CinemaCon a year over a year ago. And it looked great. We were like, oh, my God, this looks fantastic. This is going to be a lot of fun. This movie is going to be must-watch movie going. Absolute must-watch. This movie is bonkers right from the get-go. The cast is incredible. The Brad Pitt is so awesome in it. The action's incredible. It's a very, like David Leach from John Wick fame is directing it. Mm-hmm. But it very much feels like a Guy Ritchie. Oh, yeah, movie, because this movie totally feels like it's in the vein of like lock, stock and two smoking barrels, snatch, things like that. And it's just the best of both worlds. And it looks fantastic. Well, apparently, on top of the already impressive cast, Lady Gaga was supposed to be in it. Last second couldn't be. This comes to us from the folks over at Cinema Blend who wrote the following. It can be very challenging for an actor when there are multiple film projects handed to you with little time to complete them. Bullet Train's filmmaker, David Leach, (laughs) spoke to Entertainment Weekly about how Lady Gaga was originally supposed to be in Bullet Train, but her schedule was conflicting with her first movie post-A Star is Born, House of Gucci. Leach explained, It really all came down to her schedule with the Ridley Scott film. There were short discussions and then this isn't going to work because she was preparing for the Ridley movie house of Gucci. They shot right before us and overlapped with us and it really didn't work. So here's one of the, this brings up one of the big key things about the business in the industry. You have, when you make a movie hundreds, thousands of people that you are booking and blocking their time for and when everything can happen and all the stars have to align. Mm-hmm. And if there's another movie coming out and you think we can do it, but then it looks like a previous thing is going to go over when you're supposed to start. What do you do? It's not like you're waiting an extra 10 minutes for somebody to show up for dinner, right? If if it's a matter of three or four weeks, so you may think, well, what's three or four weeks. You have a thousand people who have booked and scheduled and everything is lined up. So yes, even though this could have been a movie that they spent months shooting yeah, even if it was just a matter of two weeks, that kills it. Oh, yeah. you got to get somebody else. And while it would have been really fun to see Lady Gaga in a mm-hmm. movie like Bullet Train, because, mm-hmm. I mean, she was great in A Star is Born. Oh, she was great in House of Gucci. <laughs> I just... <laughs> <laughs> was she, though? <laughs> was she? I thought she was great in House of Gucci. <laughs> But it would have been really cool to see her kind of step in to do something a little bit different like this. Now, as far as what role do I think she was going to play? My best guess is she was going to play the Sandra Bullock role. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say, well, no, I'm pretty sure Sandra Bullock was in there the whole time because they just did that um What was the name of the city? Lost City? Lost City, yeah. They just did Lost City together, so it kind of makes sense. True. But if if I had to think of a character that would be the most logical, it probably would have been the Sandra Bullock character. At any rate, it's a shame she's not going to be there, but Bullet Train is still should be on your most anticipated films of the year list. Absolutely. This thing looks incredible. Can't wait to see it. Anyway, Chris, you heard about this. You're a big fan of House of Gucci, obviously. (laughs) Uh, What do you think about this? Does it make sense about why she's not there and who do you think she was going to play?
1: It makes a lot of sense because after that nomination for a star is born, Lady Gaga wants that Oscar. She's got one for her music, right? For her yep. best original song. She wants one for performing. And I understand that. She's going for the prestige roles, right? And a Ridley Scott film, House of Gucci. This had prestige written all over it.
0: Yeah, you got Adam Driver co-starring with Adam you. Adam Driver, yeah. who? Al Pacino was in it.
1: Oh my gosh, I got to go to a talk back with them, and Al Pacino was the best part of it. It was him, Jared Leto, and Lady Gaga, and Al Pacino was hysterical. He was so fun. Jared Leto dropped his popcorn at one point. He was like, Jared, what's wrong with you? Pick this up. People are starving. It was just like having your grandpa yell at somebody. It was fantastic. Um, but that movie, for me, the execution just was not done well. And all of those very talented actors, it felt like they were in different movies sometimes. Mm. Adam Driver being in the movie that I wanted to watch. Right. So, I can understand, though, why she chose this. It's a shame, because Bullet Train looks amazing. This is definitely my most anticipated film for the rest of the year after oh. Thor. I'm very excited about it. Um, Zach Oskowitz, who's done, uh, he's writing uh, Voyage, Last Voyage of the uh, Demeter, which looks really messed up, and is a horror movie I might actually right. go see. That looks really wild. They showed he, us
0: a bit of that at CinemaCon. Yeah,
1: and he also did some writing on uh, the Fear Street stuff on Netflix, too, which, again, is that fun, campy kind of horror that I can deal with. So, I really, really like his writing, and I really like the dialogue we have this, And I think it would have been fun to have somebody who is such a great performer and is able to do kind of quirky niche things like Gaga's capable of doing as well as really grounded acting to be part of that universe. From the characters we've seen, though, the only one that makes sense to me is the Sandy Villa character. Otherwise, we've got what the girl... Um, little baby Bane. Yeah,
0: which that baby, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. I can't, couldn't see Lady Gaga uh, yeah. playing that. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And then we haven't seen some other characters because we only saw the first 20 minutes, yeah. but from who we saw in the trailers too even, I couldn't see her as somebody else. But that's the thing about actors, right? You can't see it until they're in the role and until then you go, oh it. yeah, that makes sense and I wouldn't want anyone else doing it.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. All right, guys, question is for you. What do you think about this? It looks like Lady Gaga was at one point lined up to be in the Brad Pitt film Bullet Train, which looks crazy good. I cannot wait for you guys to see this. Are you kind of bummed out that she's not being in it? Do you maybe think it sounds like too weird a fit? Whatever you guys think, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. You know, a minute ago, we were talking about The Gray Man starring good Canadian kid, Ryan Gosling. Well, there's another good Canadian kid named Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. He's got a little phone service called Mint Mobile, and they're one of the sponsors of today's episode of The John Campion Show. So we want to thank them. Check this out. Guys, we want to thank the sponsor of today's video. Mint Mobile. You know the one with the delightful ads with good Canadian kid Ryan Reynolds. So, look, after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, is that there's always a catch. So, when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't a catch. And guys, that's no joke because for years I've been using one of the major providers and it was fine. But I switched over to Mint Mobile a little while ago. The service has been fantastic. And the big difference is I'm now paying about one third of what I was paying before. And the best part for anybody who just hates their phone bills is that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just $15 a month month. All of their plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/campia. That's mintmobile.com/campia. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia. And a special thanks to the folks at Mint Mobile. Seriously, guys, I signed up with Mint Mobile. I literally, I am paying about a third of what I was paying on my phone bill previously. The service has been great. Make sure you guys go down in the description of this video, find the link to Mint Mobile with the promo code there. Go and check them out. Because remember, guys, when you support our sponsors, you're actually supporting the show as well. All right, guys, with that down... Let's move on to main topic number three. Chris, what
1: is our third main topic today? This is from Joshua Mova. The cast for Fast and Furious 10 just keeps getting bigger. Vin Diesel just put on Instagram that West Side Story's Rita Moreno is going to be in it and is playing Dominic's grandmother. Diesel said it's been his dream to work with her. My only question is, since Moreno is only 36 years older than Diesel, (laughs) shouldn't she be playing his mother? What do you think? All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in. And
0: uh, yeah, every day continues the Vin Diesel saga of, look, other people like me um, going on, where every day is a new I'm Instagram. I'm not them
1: hostage while taking a selfie. That's right. I'm
0: not forcing them to smile. Take
1: that, Dwayne. <laughs> Take
0: that, Dwayne. <laughs> And uh, yeah, every, it seems like every other day it's a new Instagram post of Vin Diesel with some other actor <laughs> on set and look, big smiles and everything. And by the way, I'm have, everybody knows I'm a huge Vin Diesel yeah. fan. I love Big Vin. But <laughs> they just cast already well into production, not just a star, not just a legend. One of the few walking, breathing EGOT winners. Mm -hmm. She has won an Emmy. She has won a Grammy. She has won Oscar. She's won Tony. Not a lot of people can claim that. Rita Moreno, who, of course, just tore it up in uh, Steven Spielberg's West Side Story after winning an Academy Award for being in the original West Side Story as well. Lady is a legend. She's an icon and Mm -hmm. she's great on screen. So them going out to get her to be in this movie. I'm not going to lie to you. That That's pretty damn cool. That's right up there, too, with when they got Helen Mirren to be in the franchise as well. Yeah. That's really cool. And if you're Vin Diesel and it's been like a dream of yours, like if you grew up as a child watching West Side Story with Rita Moreno and all this kind of stuff, and you grew up dreaming of being able to someday be in a movie with her, it's life is pretty good when you're Vin Diesel and you can be in the position where you can say, I want that person in my movie, and you can go out and get them to be in your movie. That's pretty cool. Look, I always say adding talent is never a bad decision. And they obviously just went out and got one of the most iconic pieces of talent in the world, putting Rita Moreno in this. Great. There's, there's a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> like they, the numbers are adding daily. Uh, there's an awful lot of people in this movie. And I, like you, went a little bit, huh, when I read that they said she's come in, like I was reading the articles, like she's gonna be family. I'm like, oh, okay, she's <laughs> Aren't probably they all? gonna be family. Isn't,
1: isn't Fast and Furious the Olive Garden but with cars? <laughs> it's the Olive Garden with cars. That's that's all I know about this franchise <laughs> is that they're all family.
0: They're all family. So I was thinking Mama Toretto, right? Mm-hmm. And then I read Grandma Toretto. Oh wow. Like, well, wait a minute. How how much older is she? And I, I went to look it up and he was right. It's 36. There's only 36 years between them. I mean, if, if the it genders were reversed, that would be a love interest in some movies. Yeah. If it's a Tom Cruise movie, that could be a love mm-hmm. interest. But okay, whatever. He wants her to play grandma. That's fine. Fine. 36-year-old grandma, that's okay. No problem. 36 years sure, age man. difference. Um, I don't while I think the addition is great, I don't know if this makes me any more excited for Fast Ten. Um, not coming off of Fast 9. And and look, I'll still be excited and look forward to this movie no matter what, but I don't know that this casting, (laughs) which seems like just like now they're just heaping more names on the pile? I don't know. Hey, it's never a mistake. What do you think about the casting of Rita Moreno in Fast 10?
1: I mean, it is starting to feel a little too many cooks. It just seems like there's everyone in this movie, but maybe this large ensemble will be great. Is she going to go to Mars with everybody? Like, what's what's her role in this as, as Nona Toretto? Uh, I'm she not sure what shit. she's supposed to do. Um, I mean, the age difference thing here, that is just so classic Hollywood, right? I mean... Mrs. Robinson and Bancroft was, what, five years older than Dustin Hoffman? That was it. (laughs) That was their wild age difference in real life because Hollywood casting directors and producers sometimes like to treat actresses like they're aging in dog years. And it's really, really (laughs) frustrating. It's really, really frustrating. Um, they made this joke on SNL that week, uh, last week too, of Helen Mirren and uh, Harrison Ford are going to both be in this Yellowstone show. Harrison Ford's going to be playing a, uh, a landowner, and Helen Mirren is probably playing his mother. You know, because that's just how these things typically go. I think the age difference here is is just Hollywood doing its normal thing, which is disappointing. But Rita Moreno is a legend; she is wonderful, and maybe I'll watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, being endorsement,
0: it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Put that on the poster. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch <laughs> Maybe this I'll movie, watch Chris Carr. <laughs> I mean, I it would be a missed opportunity, I think, if they don't find a way to have a scene with Helen Mirren and Rita Moreno together. Mm-hmm. Like that would be pretty awesome. But last I heard, Rita, uh, uh, Helen Mirren wasn't even sure she was going to be in the movie or not. Oh, but again, like it sounds like. Honestly, it sounds like they're kind of making up this movie as they're going
2: along. Yeah. (laughs) Like it really does.
1: It's just a mad lib at this point. They're your, like, uh, and your, uh this person comes in. I
2: would keep your phone open, John. You know, Vinny. Vinny might call, mean, call me anytime now. <laughs> you he's know? like,
1: I loved your work in the Hulk. Come on,
3: yeah, your family. We,
2: we need you, your family. This, this is the only real guy in Hollywood. I think that's what he said. This no, he's the real uh, I forgot what he, like Le- he's a real deal at you, least He's a real dude right here. At
0: least would be getting a real Italian in the family. That's I very mean, true. Guys, like, yeah. Give him points for that. I don't know. Anyway, guys. What do you think about this? EGOT winner, legend walking Rita Moreno is now going to be in Fast 10. Does that increase your excitement for the movie? Maybe you're already excited for it. Maybe you're not at all. Whatever you guys are thinking, jump down to the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. With that down, let's move into our fourth and final main topic today.
1: Chris, what is our fourth main topic today? Oh, it's the one everyone's here for. It's from Jordan Armstrong. Hey, John and crew, first time, long time. We finally got the first official trailer, not teaser, for Thor, Love and Thunder, and the God Butcher has arrived. For the most part, I thought it was a great trailer and did its job by raising my excitement level. I am worried it might rely on CGI too much, but beside that, it looks awesome. What did you guys think of it, and did you get more excited for the film? And as always, bring on the filthy.
0: All right, Jordan, thanks a lot for saying that in, and yep. Uh, myself and millions of other people tuned in to watch the Heat versus the Celtics who normally would probably never watch basketball just to see the new trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. And thankfully, they didn't drag it out. First, First intermission break during halftime, it was like, and now here we go. Thor Love and Thunder. And they played it. Let me get the bad out of the way. All right, let me get the bad out of the way. The one part of the trailer that I hated... And I hated it so much, even though it was only a moment. It kind of soiled the rest of my viewing of the trailer. And I had to go back and watch it again. Just I had to shake it off, go back and watch it again. And then I love the trailer. I do. I love. But it's that moment where Thor sees Jane and goes, Jane? (laughs) Sounding like Scooby fucking do. (laughs) Jane? what the, but you're not Thor. It was so cringy and so bad. It actually kind of lowered my entire enthusiasm for the show. It's like, ah, and then there's the rest of the trailer played as my head was hanging half low. It's like, Jane, what? I, I just couldn't believe how bad that moment is. And I can't believe they put it in the trailer. It's a really bad (laughs) moment. That being said, I went back and started watching it again. And just, I said, in my mind, just isolate that moment out of it. I, I Isolate the moment out of it. And once I did, I loved every other, every other thing about it. Everything from Korg's storytelling about the Space Viking and uh, everything from that to, oh, my God, the stuff in Olympia. When not only do we see incredible shots of Thor in the blue toga gown, like fighting with some kind of wushu, old-style Chinese martial arts kung fu movie, like rope weapon that we saw in Shang-Chi. So doing that, we got to see a little bit of mighty Thor in there, taking on people in the arena as well. That looked really great. Uh, Obviously, we already know Natalie Portman looks fantastic in it, all that kind of stuff. Looks good. (laughs) But that scene, man with Russell Crowe's with a flick and the whole, all the clothes come off. You flicked your Okay, First of all, look, I am as boringly straight as they come insufferably, boringly straight. <laughs> Disclaimer. Holy shit. We all know Chris Hemsworth's in good shape, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like F that guy. Like when I yeah. just, sure. <laughs> You perfect the perfect. <laughs> so, okay. Like, that That is a Mr. Olympia physique. Like, yeah. that's not just a great actor physique. That's a freaking legit, low-level contender Mr. Olympia physique. Like, that, that is just ridiculous. By the way, did you guys notice that when the thing comes off him, the camera cuts to behind, they blur out his ass shot, which do not worry for people <laughs> who are interested. They're, they probably won't be blurred in the movie. But on his
3: back... <laughs> I actually think it worked. Hey, I think comically, it actually was funny. They should actually blur it yeah. out in
0: the movie. Yeah. That would be kind of I funny. I don't know why. I just... But on his back, he's got some tats now, which he did not have in the first Thor movie. Because we saw him shirtless in the first Thor movie. No tats. But in this one, he has some tats. Take a look at this. This is like zoomed in on the shot. And he's got a Loki tat on his back, probably to honor his brother uh who died trying to save him in the events of Infinity Wars the cl- the classic loki helmet that loki is known for i then he's got it looks like underneath that like a broken heart <laughs> which I, I don't know if that's supposed to be a jane reference <laughs> or whatever and i can't quite make out some of the other stuff but anyway i i just thought it was pretty cool that he's got a, a loki tattoo on him i thought that was kind of i don't i don't think that points to um you know tom hiddleston making an appearance in the movie but if he does That'd be pretty good. So uh, that looks great. That looks awesome. But of course, the showstopper, the main event.
1: Deadass?
2: What? (laughs) (laughs) Deadass. We will now uncensor that picture. (laughs) Deadass.
0: The showstopper, the main event. Mm. Gore the God Butcher. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, Now, of course, we had, had had a look at Gore before. Yeah. But. Uh, and it wasn't any of the scenes. The stuff that we saw was not in this trailer. It's it's the stuff we saw was even, <laughs> I think, even freakier. But he looks awesome. He looks so good. That one scene, too, when he says, you're not like all the other gods I've killed. That, that's just a freaking creepy, creepy look. And, John, let's bring up the main thumb of the show again here for a second. Um, that This look. And, by the way, th- this scene that this happens in, I don't know, like I said before that I doubt that Null, the symbiote god, I, I said I doubt that he's going to be in this, but I don't know, but as Gore's is walking into this room and takes the the cloak, the helmet off, not the helmet, the uh, the hood off, he's walking into this room where you see what looks like black symbiote mm-hmm. stuff moving around. So I don't know if that's what they're moving into. Let's, we can go go back looks to- Looks like
3: the nun from- uh... Oh, yeah, the
0: well, nun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, the, it the looks the like the nun.
2: What did you call him earlier, Ray? Oh, I Powder didn't age well. <laughs> powder, he said Powder didn't age well. <laughs> I don't know well. if anyone in the, in the chat did I, I don't right. know if anyone's going to get <laughs> that right. It's a throwback. Powder from the movie Powder. But you know what, John, I have to say, how some kids came out of uh, Doctor Strange 2, they might get a little bit of uh, freaked out by this thing, too, <laughs> christian bale mm-hmm. he looks like someone i'll be rooting for though in the movie like his purpose it might be something i might get behind you know if he's been wronged a little bit he just wants to take out everyone who's wronged him well not everybody's wronged him
0: well, <laughs> like somebody wronged him now he wants to get out everybody else like but <laughs> i don't know here's the thing too like there are there is half of a percent of the movie going audience one half of one percent of the movie going audience has ever actually read the Gore story in the comics. Yeah. Whether God Bomb or or the other one. I can't remember what the name of the other story is. But they haven't... Re- Nobody knows it, right? But the half of 1% who have seen it are like, well, wait a minute, that's not how he looks in the comic book. In the comic book, if you saw him, it... It would clearly would have to be CGI'd. Yeah. If you're going to do that Twilight thing. Yeah. If you're going to do the way he looked in the comic, it would have to be CGI'd. And there's a couple things to keep in mind here. Number one, there were 10 times more people who knew who Thanos was than know who Gore is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Number So number one, nobody knows what he actually looks like in the comics anyway, other than that one half of 1%. The second thing is, If there was something about his appearance that was important to the story, then I would say maybe they should have gone the CGI route. But since, number one, 99.5% of the movie-going audience has never seen an image, never read the the Gore story in the comic books, have no idea what he's supposed to look like. And number two, since his physical appearance really has no bearing on the story whatsoever, I think them making the decision to go with... (laughs) the aged powder uh to, to go with <laughs> with this look was probably the right decision mm-hmm. and that's i think good. and it's going to let one of the greatest actors in the world christian bale really shine yes, in sir. the role yep. and that's going to be the key thing i think it would have been a shame at this point to cover up an actor like christian bale with cgi i, I just don't see the point of that yeah. so not that it's, it's impossible to make it work look what josh brolin was able to do with thanos absolutely. right absolutely but you know him being a titan and being what he's supposed to be a little bit different of a situation this i think it worked well he came across great we didn't get a good look at him but boy he he's got that sword he mm-hmm. he's got that sword are they going to call it the uh oh the necro the, mm. the necro sword there we go Thanks. which remember is what they called the sword of thor's sister hella so i they're probably going to call it something else he's Find this and this is a good shot too of uh uh King Valkyrie fighting with Zeus's thunderbolt—that's pretty bad. So I yeah. gotta feel something really bad is gonna happen at Olympus. Oh, absolutely! Something yeah. very bad. There's gonna happen. be some consequences. But that scene too, where Gore takes his sword and destroys a planet, yes, with the sword. Yes, it's like what? Like what is he? Like it's—it's
3: it's like it has celestial power. So mm-hmm. well, I mean, that.
0: Well, he's going around killing gods, right? Yes. And so it, are, does that mean <laughs> it's gonna be Null that's infusing him stuff like that? And by the way. I loved because it was badass but funny at the same time as Null is like facing down Thor and Thor just looks at him and does the old Bruce Lee. Like, I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've read the story, He's Thor's probably about to get his ass kicked. But, yep. I mean, I, I thought this trailer was terrific. Again, the one thing that took me out of it, and granted, it's nitpicky because it was just one moment. But that one moment was so bad. J- I, I just, ugh. but other than that, I thought the trailer was great. Oh, wow. Chris, you had a <laughs> chance to watch it. Yeah. What do you think about the trailer for Thor, Love, and Thunder?
1: For me, it was the moment right after that where there was just some weird CGI in the background that I was like, that doesn't mm-hmm. look like it's finished being rendered. Mm. Um, but everything else I loved about this. And if you're not going to give me Beta Ray Bill, <laughs> you give me Noel. And that is awesome all i thought when this was happening i was like that has to be null. that has to that we're getting that and if we don't get that i will be fine as a comic book reader i understand that these are different things yeah but but, but if you're gonna not do null which
0: i was perfectly okay yeah i didn't even think they would do null. like mm-hmm. okay maybe he gets a little convoluted with how does that cross over with venom and all that kind of stuff i would but if you're if you're not doing null don't make it look like null exactly. and say it's not null. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: You can't do a whole bunch of black goo and just be like, Meh. <laughs> No, it's just uh it's leftover Ultron juice. I don't know. Like you can't do that. So I do I do have high hopes that this is gonna be null in there. And if you're interested in learning more about kind of gore and all of that, I believe it is the um King Thor comics that you can see him in. Um, There's a Venom one as well and then there's a Mighty Thor run volume 12 around then is when he's supposed to start popping up. Um, But there's a whole bunch of really, really great stuff about this character in Null if you do want to read up on that. I think everything in here looks really, really fun and ridiculous. I love that there was like a little cameo of Sin City kind of vibes with that black and white shot with Gore's eyes still being that yellow, which is comic accurate. So there you go, people who are naysaying his look, the five of you. Um, I think it's going to be really, really fun and wild. And I'm so excited about it. I think it looks fantastic.
2: Ray, you had a chance to check out the trailer? What do you think about it? I I liked it. Like um, the CGI was kind of iffy on some of the things. Mighty Jane, Mighty Thor. <laughs> I can't <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I need to get that hot toy. But <laughs> but the gore, I'm actually I actually am starting to like this 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 thing that he's playing. I don't know what it does or what, what his purpose is, but I, I, I'm okay with the looks. The the mask on Thor looks a little oversized. The one they says yeah. Jane? Yeah, the yeah, I don't know what the if I, pff, I it looks
0: very that. ceremonial mm-hmm. like it doesn't look like a practical helmet you would wear <laughs> the battle
2: it looked like a little kid trick-or-treating and then the mask the is yes. yeah. a little bit bigger than it should be like a paper mask but everything looks good i i i believe someone's probably gonna die right obviously what do you guys think do you think we'll have some consequences here
1: in, in a thor movie i feel like yeah well, I mean, someone always does.
2: Yeah,
0: someone <laughs> always does, and they never stay dead.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, saw so, on the good guy side. Because I mean, but bad no, guys that's can true. Die. Like, yeah, like how many? T-
0: like Thor is like, oh no, Thor died. Oh no, he's fine. Yeah, like that's the thing about MCU movies is, unfortunately, that even if somebody dies here, they're, yeah. they're going to be back. No in one's perma oh. dead. Oh. Right. Well, There's variants. Yeah, variance. we called Rocket.
1: We, oh, yeah. My favorite rocket was in there. At we then. saw Nebula kicking Nebula. Some
0: butt. Nebula, we saw Drax in there Dude.
1: firing the weapons off. How mad is Thor going to be, though, after he gets all those tats, all those little Loki tramp stamp tributes, and he meets a variant Loki? And
0: he finds out Loki
3: is actually still alive. Yeah.
1: Yep. Oh. Yeah. Man. It's...
3: But what if that Loki? Yeah, I don't ahead. think Guardians are going to be in this very long. I think it's, it's going to be the first act. Partway through, and then they part ways. The vibe I'm getting with Guardians. Mm. Well, maybe yes and maybe no.
0: I think
2: opposite. I think it's the last act that they come in.
0: This comes to us uh, from the folks over at Variety who wrote the following. Following the fall of Asgard and the events of Endgame, Thor attempts to find inner peace, but is hindered by the threat of Gore extinguishing the gods. Thor enlists the help of korg valkyrie and foster in his mission to team up with the guardians and in his missions and teams up with the guardians of the galaxy which includes the fan favorite rocket raccoon voiced by bradley cooper in addition to palm clementief dave bautista vin diesel and karen gillen reprising their roles portman revealed in 2020 uh, that the film will show Foster battling cancer in her human form while she simultaneously wields Mjolnir as the mighty Thor. What has called the film, the craziest thing I've ever done hinting that it will include many fan favorite plot points and a love story. So it sounds like it looks the first teaser trailer makes it look like the movie starts with him with the guardians. And then the movie really starts when he parts ways with the guardians, the mm-hmm. guardians go off and he's finding his own way now. The stuff I've been reading lately make it sounds like they re-team up again mm-hmm. a little bit later. So, like, Jonathan, I thought the same thing after that first trailer. I thought, oh, the Guardians will be in it probably for the first 10 minutes. And then they part ways, and that starts Thor on his journey of discovery, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. But now the stuff I'm reading, it sounds like maybe they team up again a little bit later on, like he calls on their help or something like that. I'm, I'm not really
3: sure. I am curious, though, Jonathan,
0: you, you saw the trailer yourself. What did you think about it?
3: Yes, I did see the trailer. I loved it, um, and I, I'm actually wondering uh, that stood out to me too. The the Jane. I'm wondering if that cut even actually makes the movie. Yep. I
2: oh, mean, I we hope We do not. know that
3: sometimes the trailer houses they they take some liberties on on takes, so mm-hmm. that might not even make it. So you know, <laughs> don't worry too much about that. Uh, it looks like there's going to be some great Zeus comedy. I'm already hooked on that. That's it's so. It's Russell Crowe, baby. <laughs> I mean, the director. I mean, Taika's timing, comedic timing, is spot on. Anyway, I just go for it. So, yeah, and Russell Crowe looks like he's here for it. Um, but aside from that, I think this is going to be a really good movie. I'm actually, at first, I wasn't as hyped for it as 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 uh, Doctor Strange, and and this is just if I was looking at trailers, not what I know about the movie now or whatever. But now I'm actually more hyped. It, it, I'm getting Ragnarok uh, vibes because I was really hyped for, for Ragnarok. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, and I, even before Doctor Strange came out, I said Thor is the one I'm more excited about. But, you, Ray, you were just asking about somebody dies. I guess it would make sense if Jane died. Yeah. It it really <sighs> would make sense when you understand her story. Yeah. And I remember um, she said something at one point, Natalie Portman said something at one point a year or two ago that the more she is mighty Thor the worse it makes her yep. cancer when she goes back to mm. human form. So I, I got a feeling at some point she's going to have to... You could help Thor now, but if you do, you'll probably die because that'll use so much of your power. Blah. I, I don't know. So, I, yeah, I, I walk back what I said before. I think that maybe Jane could uh, die in this. But it would
2: be nice to see that someone with cancer actually survives, right? In a I, I mean, yeah. I know we're getting into territory that we shouldn't, Th- but yeah. Thor, Thor losing yet another... Person yeah. that he loves. Yep, but but you know what? There's something about Gore where it's like he's so he looks so not godlike, right? Like muscle wise, he's just so scrawny. That, but yet, that's part of the character. But though. yet, taking out gods—that's so cool to me. I mean, that's like I don't know why that's cool to me. I just think that the small guys need to win too. The, so, for those
0: of you who don't know anything about the story about Gore, the base. The and I'm I'm gonna make this super super Cole's notes. The basic idea is this: he grew up and lived on a world that was ravished by drought that and the people of that world and his people totally worshiped their gods all that kind of stuff they always believed the gods would come and, and help them give them rain but they were always suffering always dying starving dying of thirst the whole bit and then finally when gore's wife and child die he's like that's it screw the gods Blah, blah blah, and he gets cast out as a heretic from his people. Hell yeah. Eventually, comes across some beings we might have gotten a little bit of a glimpse of in the trailer. There vows vengeance on all the gods across Ooh. the universe. He, he comes across a god that is crashed down during a fight with another god, ends up killing him, takes
2: his oh, it's I'm about, it's. I'm about to go back to the Walmart and check if they have that Gore figure. So there, I'm about to buy that thing. Uh, the, <laughs> the
0: story is like it's oh. Shakespearean, like it the, is. the mythology of Gore and the background of Gore is mm-hmm. and the tragedy of Gore is is like his, i said it's shakespearean his
1: life mate yeah. dies most of his children die yeah. and christian it's bale. horrible Ooh. it's it's really really tragic and that's why he is <laughs> i am born anew baptized in the blood of gods
0: yeah it is such a great oh, line it
1: is so intense
0: and uh, i cannot wait to see christian bale playing this it's uh, it's gonna be great anyway guys question is for you did you have a chance to watch the trailer for thor love and thunder if so what did you think whatever your thoughts are jump on down to the comment section below and leave those thoughts there all right guys with that down we're now going to move on and start taking your live questions we're going to open up the super chats now so if you've got a comment question thought opinion Uh, insight theory, whatever, you can go ahead and start throwing those in now and we will read them off. But first, before we get to those, we want to thank another sponsor of today's episode of the John Campus Show, the great folks over at Liquid IV. We want to take a minute and thank the sponsors of this video, Liquid IV. Now listen, just one stick. Of liquid IV added to 16 ounces of water will hydrate you faster and more efficiently than just water alone it contains five essential vitamins like B3 B5 B6 B12 and of course vitamin C with three times the electrolytes as traditional sports drinks and what makes liquid IV so effective is the science of cellular transport technology or CTT you see it's designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients into your bloodstream faster and more more efficiently, You know, Ann and I get up pretty early in the morning to go to the gym because we can't go to the gym at any other time during the day. And for the last couple of weeks, I have been drinking one full glass of water with Liquid IV. And all I can tell you is you can feel the difference during the workout. So go and grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAMPIA at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code CAMPIA CAMPIA. campia that's c-a-m-p-e-a at liquidiv.com experience better hydration today when you go to liquidiv.com and remember use the promo code at checkout campia and thank you to the folks at Liquid IV for sponsoring this episode of the John Campus show. Remember guys, find the links to our sponsors down below. When you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you to them once again. All right, guys, before we get into your questions, I want to bring this up. So I decided to put up a poll in the live chat there and over a thousand of you guys have responded. I simply asked in the qu- the question, in the poll was will Jane die in Thor? And here are the results with over a thousand of you responding 52, it's very dead even, 52% of you said, yes, Jane is going to die in Thor Love and Thunder. 48% of you say, no, she is not going to die. So uh, there you go. That's the poll right now. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. All right. With that down, guys, let's start getting to your live questions, shall we? Chris. Chris. What are people asking in the live chat?
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of support down here from Andre, Christopher, and sn 770 od Thank you, you guys. Thank you, guys, for just sending in
0: support. Appreciate that.
1: From Andy. Our father was horrifying. The doctor who got 90-plus women pregnant with his sperm was even uh, the and infertility doctor and main uh, gynecologist for one of his bio daughters. I don't
0: know what we're talking about oh. it's
1: a uh, is it a documentary yeah, or it's is a it documentary. a documentary about a doctor who was a fertility specialist who used his own sperm instead of sperm donors.
2: <gasps> oh that's right you and Rob talked about this before. That thing makes me sick, man. It's just watching disgusting. it makes me sick, but it's at the same time very interesting that that happened. I can't believe it i still it's one of those things after you watch it it'll pop up in your head every now and then and be like, somebody did that. you know Mm-mm. what I mean It's just like Ugh. really crazy Mm-mm. but anyways one of he he actually Used his sperm to uh, what, with one of his biological daughters, right? <gasps> no, what? Something like that's what the chat is saying, right? Did uh, he was it? Oh, I, mean, he, I, I, mean, I, I never, haven't watched it I've yet because so I mean, grossed her, me out. Of his own daughter, one of well, his own daughters. I know he said he was,
1: that he was like one of his daughter's gynecologists. I don't know if he was her fertility specialist. And used his own sperm on her? <laughs> no.
0: Oh, there is just so much that is ick about this. I mean, I he was everything. delivering
3: his own children though, because they were all going to him. Oh now, if anything,
0: Ray, if anything deserved a boo, that's this. This this <laughs> guy boo! Boo this man.
1: Spoilers, it's a documentary.
2: <laughs> Are you kidding about me? It. Oh my gosh.
1: Boo. Ron H in the live show. Oh boo. no, Andy says he was her
0: infertility doctor. Oh. Okay. Yep. No, I need to move on. Let's I can't think about this you, anymore. Man, I, I need a shower. Yeah, okay, yeah, what's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. From
1: no. Ismail. Will Gore die in Thor Love and Thunder?
0: uh yes i I think Mm. they will i i don't think you're gonna be able to keep christian bale around very long like again i was shocked that christian bale was christian bale had settled many years ago he's not gonna do comic book movies anymore so you got him in to do this one i highly doubt you're able to sign him in for a multi-film deal so i'm going to guess it's a one and done for gore that's my guess at any rate all right what's next
1: from lucky bx (laughs) hi crew john i know you're not fond of too many variants in the mcu but what if some of the footage are variants of thor
0: then it's stupid and I'm, I'm probably going to hate the movie right from the get-go. Uh, I mean, honestly, if they start getting into all this variant bullshit. Like, I, again, the thing with the variants and multiverse, So, again, nothing matters. Nothing that the character says matters. Nothing that a character does matters. Nothing matters in any of these movies. It's just everything's variants running around doing all this bullshit. It's pathetic. It's lazy. Any five-year-old can write that kind of nonsense. I really hope they don't do it. All right, what's next?
1: From Tim Plake. Chris Hemsworth looks like he's been saying his prayers and eating his vitamins to grow those 24-inch pythons, brother.
3: Right. Uh, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. You he's you doing that movie still, right?
2: What's that? He is doing that Hulk Hogan biopics still, right? Oh, is I forgot about that. Maybe that's why he's because that looks Hogan. Hogan-ish I'll, I'll right tell now. you
0: right now, he looks better than Hogan ever. Because was. he's got yeah. that tan. Hogan was never that ripped. I know. But... Hogan was huge, but he was never that <laughs> yeah. ripped. I totally forgot about that movie. I don't. I don't, know I, I don't know. Maybe they shot it before the pandemic, or maybe the pandemic up, upheaved it. I I don't know. I got to look I don't into know if that it's though.
2: It's been put on the shelf because you know the Hogan thing is just still, yeah. you know, very like touchy. Well, yeah. So yeah, maybe I well, don't know.
1: Chris Hemsworth is also constantly selling that app of his that center app, which like I'm constantly oh, yeah. convinced like, Oh yeah, I'm going to totally look like Valkyrie. And then I remember that I really love pasta. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. What's I'm next say. from Chris Gore looks awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think he looks absolutely fantastic. Now again, if you were somebody, if you were one of the half percent who read the comics, good on you, by the way, if you are one of the people who read the story and you were kind of hoping that he would look like he did in the comics, i get it it's different but if you take that out of it if you take that preconceived notion out of it and just look at him i personally think he looks great and if you don't you don't that's perfectly fine hell you know what that's perfectly fine again i bring up black lightning all the time there is no stupider look in any superhero thing ever than black lightning black lightning looks dog shit awful But I loved that show. Even though I hated the look of the character, I thought the show was fantastic and I really enjoyed it. So, hey, you know what? If you don't like the look of gore, that's probably okay. Hopefully the movie and the story and the writing by Academy Award winner Taika Waititi will be enough to win you over anyway and win me over. All right, what's next?
1: From Raphael, Mint Mobile. I only pay $240 a year for 10 gigabytes a month. I love it. I promise
0: you, Raphael Castillo is not a plant. Um... (laughs) Well, listen, I'm not your check is in the mail. I'm I'm not when when I say I'm literally paying okay, so this is like a bonus ad spot for Mid Mobile, but honestly, when I said I'm paying a third of what I was paying before, I'm not I like I'm not exaggerating. I'm literally paying so cheap. It's so inexpensive and the service is top notch and I've been loving it. All right. What's next?
1: From Sam Fisher, it's a little detail, but Jamie Alexander's name is in the credits at the bottom of the poster. So Sif is probably in Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, that's been totally confirmed.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely confirmed that that's been confirmed for a while that Lady Sif, it's going to be good to see her come back. Actually, yeah. I, First of all, I really like Jamie Alexander. She was kind enough once to come down and be on a panel of mine. At uh, Stan, what was called Stanley's Kamikaze, Kamikaze at the time, now yeah. known as Los Angeles Comic Con. She was super kind enough to come and do that. I've always loved the Lady Sif character. I loved her little appearance in uh, Loki. Yeah. I thought that was great. Can't wait to see her in this. All right, what's next?
1: From uh, Saud Ul Hassan Did you see a Chippendale film? If so, what, uh, what were your, if not, You should watch it. It good. Yeah. Again,
0: yesterday Mm -hmm. was all about everybody telling me I need to watch that movie. And my own wife telling me that the movie was really good. So I am going to get around to watching it, you know, maybe later tonight. Oh, by the way, I should announce to everybody here tonight, tonight, John Campion after dark returns. (gasps) Tonight. So I'm not exactly sure what time it will be on tonight, but I will post on the, in the community tab a little bit later today, what time we're going to do. So if you're one of these people who, you know, you send in questions for mailbag. That's great. But you'd love to have some live interaction, but you, the time zone doesn't work and you can't, pardon me. You can't watch the John Capish show live. We're going to do a live John Campy after dark a little bit later tonight. Ooh. So maybe after I'm done that, cause Anne's got some plans with friends tonight. Yeah, so we're going to do John Campy after dark. And then, uh, probably after that, I'll watch Chippendale tonight. Yes. Nice. All right. What's next?
1: From uh, John Wicked, this up John and crew. One of the AMC Man of Steel viewers just want to say, still watching you, bro. Eight to nine years later,
0: it is still crazy, John. How many people still today say they originally found us online <laughs> from the Man of Steel the review? The infamous, the infamous, the famous, man, the I great. That so much Man of Steel. Man, I love that movie so much. It was <laughs> that was a great night, man. I, I remember I was so excited for it. I actually turned down press invites to see it early because i was like nope i want my first viewing of this movie to be with a live with to be with a real paying audience and that's okay. why i want my first experience to be so great so fun so thank you for being with us that long man all right what's next
3: so this seems to be all that is loading uh, up to this point
0: oh oh no we should
3: have more i've been trying to uh refresh stream elements and log in log out um
2: mm-hmm. can I get
1: through this let is all I'm see. getting. Oh, they're not even popping Anyways, up. Anyways, let chat. me go
2: on with the Chippendale. Um, whoever asked, I watched the first 30 minutes, mm-hmm. twenty twenty to thirty minutes, but I started it really late, so I I fell asleep. Not not because it wasn't good, but I liked what I was seeing. I was just too tired. Yeah. Um man, that Sonic. <laughs>
1: I know it's so good. That's so funny. <laughs> are you are you wearing a Majin Buu shirt? Yeah, right? I am. Oh, I love oh, it. Oh,
2: I thought that was a Gore the
0: God Butcher shirt. <laughs> okay, no. Come on, the, the aging the aging uh, powder shirt. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll bite. As we try to get our our super chat thing here fixed. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'll bite. Who is that supposed to be? Oh, it is. It's Kid Buu. Well, the kid version yeah. of Majin Buu, which is my favorite. Yeah. version of okay ball you're z. gonna
1: have
0: to help
2: me out I have so no
1: it's idea. a dragon ball z villain a demon who can shift to different characters goops it up yeah there's kid boo
2: there's fat boo yeah he's like the that's like the worst kind of villain that can morph into different things yeah that's the worst thing you have you would ever want to fight by with. the
0: way jonathan i'm i'm getting the list here you might want to just re- reload the whole page
3: are you so are I'm, you... I'm let's see activity feed It stops at John Wicked on Stream Elements on the site.
0: Uh, Let's see here. You know what it did? Let me see if I can pull it up in another window. Did you turn off Super Chats, by the way? Uh, I did. Okay. Uh, Let me see if I can pull up. This is the joys, guys. Sometimes we're at the mercy of YouTube and Stream Mm -hmm. Elements, stuff like that. Let me see if I can pull up um, another... Thing here, give me a second.
1: Oh, one of our members, an actor level reaver Bulldog, wrote in. Love the Thor trailer, and Gore looks amazing.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just think he looks so. Again, especially the creepiest part was that moment when he just—it's only on him for about one second. Says, "You're not like the other gods I've killed," or something mm-hmm. like that. That looked awesome. Okay, let me see here. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can pull up again, guys. Sorry, this is the the glory of trying to do things live yeah. when you're at the mercy of the- other people. Chris.
2: Did you see all the scars on his face? Yeah. I mean, that's. You could tell he's been through a lot. Right? But ha- he's, he's made it through, obviously.
3: Well, he had some uh, Palpatine bags into those eyes.
1: Yeah. yeah. He had, he had some big- Palpatine bags. He had some Victor Zaz uh, scars. <laughs> the There's stitches, a nice I, I don't
2: know where he went to go get those stitches in, but. Those are self
1: done. That was, good good he watched job, a doc. YouTube tutorial. <laughs> okay,
0: guys. So I, I'm, I'm looking on the, the YouTube analytic right now, and it is also stopping at John Wicked. So I, we are going to have to try to, I'm just, we're not going to be able to fix this live on air, unfortunately. So clearly a whole bunch of you guys sent in super chats that we have not gotten to yet before we turn super chats off right now, uh, because of YouTube, we have uh, YouTube just seemed to freeze on it and we have no access to those right now. But we saw that you guys sent them in. So what we're going to do is we're going to end the show here today now a little bit early uh, because we have no more questions that we can get to. Uh, But once we are able to, I'll get a hold of YouTube. Once we're able to get the database up and running again, we will get all those. And I will make a supplemental video answering all the super chats that you guys sent in that we didn't get to now. You sent them in. You supported our channel. Those are going to get answered. Just not until I can get YouTube to give them to me. So once we're able to get that fixed up, we will get that Aww. all set up. By the way, I am speaking at YouTube's at VidCon. annual VidCon yeah. next month, where I'm talking about uh, monetization and how to utilize this stuff. I will have stern words for <laughs> about them this. about this. Yep. this
1: moment.
2: It's like,
0: how are YouTube... Uh, creators, Man,
2: you're about to drop
0: the hammer and I knowledge am going on to people. drop the damn hammer on these people. Say, so what mm-hmm. is going on? This has got to be fixed. Anyway,
1: we'll what, get this. What up. is your equivalent for Axe of Zaslav? What's the Campia congruency here?
0: Campia um, cleaver? N- Ooh. No, no, no. no I've, I've actually got one that I, okay. is not safe for work, so oh, I won't say oh, right okay.
1: oh, now. we'll uh, talk about
0: that another we'll time. Anyway, guys, so for now, we're going to have to wrap up the show. But again, keep your guys' eyes open. I will do a supplemental video addressing all those questions you guys sent in. I apologize on behalf of. No, I'm not. This isn't our fault. This is damn not YouTube. Fault. Sorry about that, but we'll make it right for you guys. Anyway, I want to thank the people sitting around here with me. First of all, Chris Carr. Chris, thank you for being here. Where yeah. can people find you online?
1: You can find me at, at actor Chris Carr on both Instagram or Twitter, or you can head over to eebstudios.com and sign up for our fall Uh, intro to voiceover classes if you want to learn about voiceover.
2: And sitting over there, Ray Aura. Ray, where can people find you? I'll take care of some of those super chats already. Yes, I'm really this sexy. Ray (laughs) Aura with a zero, baby.
1: And
0: of course, (laughs) producer Jonathan, whose camera is working today. Producer Jonathan, where can people find you? Oh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Sonic if you want it. All right. And guys... That will do it for this installment of the John Campia show. You guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, simply at John Campia. That'll do it for now, guys. Make sure you come back and join us again tomorrow. Once again, don't forget, we've got a mailbag coming bit later today and later tonight, John Campia After Dark returns. We hope you guys will come and join us for that. All right, guys, that'll do it for now. My name's John Campia. And until next time, my friends, bye-bye.